All aboard, everyone. The train called the Carolina Outdoors is now in the station. All aboard this edition of the Carolina Outdoors. Your host on this side, Bill Barty, and on the other side, producer TJ the DJ Boggs. We're cutting and scratching our way through the Carolina Outdoor system. And there's a lot to talk about. Of course, we are here in the fall time of the year. And, of course, the beauty of the Carolina Outdoors, as you may be waking up to us via the airwaves of WBT Radio early on a Saturday morning. Many others may be joining us different times of the day in different places that they listen via podcast highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. But uh, each season of the Outdoors brings us something new to talk about. And wildlife always plays a part in the Carolina Outdoors. The hunting seasons and talking to biologists play a big part in what we're talking about. And, of course, the deer rut is in effect right now. So that does affect the hunters. Deer are out moving around. But it also affects many of you who are up early driving in to work, maybe you're heading out to the deer stand, maybe you're heading out to a hike or a fishing trip somewhere else, uh, pay attention to those moving deer as they are moving around. Uh, that is one of the wildlife topics for us to talk about here on the program. Also, the southern outer banks of North Carolina right now is where the false albacore run is going on. So these fish are pushing pods of bait uh, and, of course, the warmer the temperature, uh, the smaller the, the false albacore are generally. The colder the water, the big fish start coming through. So a lot of our anglers are out there in places like Cape Lookout or uh, Harker's Island. The Harker's Island Fishing Center is alive and well with many anglers uh, out there in pursuit of the false albacore or the little tunny, as they're uh, oftentimes called. These four to ten pound fish, some are bigger than that, some are maybe a little bit smaller, are very aggressive, very fast. A lot of our fly rotters as well are heading out to saltwater in pursuit of the false albacore. Of course, at Jesse Brown's, that's primarily what we sell. You can pay us a visit in the heart of Charlotte's shopping district. Uh, the Sharon Corner Shopping Center is where Jesse Brown's The Brick and Mortar is located. Or jump over to jessebrowns.com if you're in pursuit of uh, some inshore tackle for that type of pursuit. We have uh, eight weights, nine weights, and uh, the ten weight fly rods getting a lot of attention out there. So the third species of wildlife that's making a big play these days is bear. I don't know if you heard what happened recently over in Gorges State Park uh, Campground. That state park's located in the town of, or outside of the town of Sapphire, North Carolina. With boundaries touching Lake Toxaway to the north side of the boundary of Gorges State Park, and an extended portion of the state park's southern boundary is alongside Lake Joe Cassie, that beautiful scenic lake. Uh, the park is almost 8,000 acres of property that has plunging waterfalls, rugged river gorges, and fantastic backpacking, hiking, horseback riding, and camping. And that camping is where the news was recently because the campground has been closed. It's closed for two weeks into the middle of November. I think it's going to open up. November 15th or 16th, check the website to make sure. We'll have it posted up 
on the liner notes for the Carolina Outdoors. But what happened was a bear reportedly tore apart a trailer that was parked in the Gorges State Park campground. Um, It ripped apart the trailer overnight, um, and no report on if anyone was inside of the camper. No one was hurt, no bear, no visitors were hurt, no park staff. But because of that, the park staff has closed the campground at Gorges State Park to implement bear aversion tactics. Uh, And here it is. Um, If you have reservations between now and the last date of the current closing, November 16th, you will receive a full refund. Now, just to be clear, Gorgeous State Park is open for day use. It is just the campground that is closed until November 16th. If you're heading out there to Sapphire, you can enjoy all of the amenities that are there at Gorgeous State Park, except for that campground that is closed. Uh, It's a beautiful park with a lot of uh, things outdoor-wise to do. Uh, But be aware, be cognizant uh, of, of bear, of wildlife that are out there, and we'll find out what the park staff's uh, bear aversion tactics are. If you do see a bear, uh, because bears are active recently at Jesse Brown's Facebook page and uh, Instagram as well, we had a family of bears uh, on video in downtown Asheville going shopping, checking out the restaurants, but others were on site, too, as they, the vi- people were videotaping, as you can imagine, downtown Asheville and how active that is. But these black bears were going through uh, Asheville just like they were tourists in town checking things out. Uh, reports were that many people were chasing the bears, uh, uh, teasing them. You can imagine that type of wildlife in Asheville not the bears being the wildlife, but the human wildlife as well. That is a no-no because bears can be uh, dangerous. They can be unpredictable, although attacks are rare. Uh, do not approach wildlife like the black bear. Do not feed them. We want to keep all of these animals wild, even the ones that are in downtown Asheville or the ones at Gorgeous State Park. What distance should you keep from an animal like that? 50 yards at least, that is hard to gauge for many. So um, be aware, again, of what maybe 50 yards is and keep that distance or more uh, from that. Um, A place like Great Smoky National Park, which is seeing tons of visitors this fall. There are 1,600 bears plus in there. Um, We want to keep food and garbage away from them. That also helps keep them wild if you are in the backcountry, um, always pack up everything from your food to de- your deodorant to your toothpaste. All of that uh, can attract bears unnecessarily. Back to Gorges State Park, there is no report on, <laughs> on what the attraction was for that bear to tear away the siding of that uh, camper. We'll post that news report up at Jesse Brown's Facebook page for you to to, for you to read and see. Essentially, it pulled all the siding off. I don't know if they were cooking bacon in there or had a bunch of honey in the refrigerator or what was going on. Uh, there's two different uh, behaviors that a bear may do. 
aggressively. One is um, an offensive behavior, which would be something like storming at you. If a, if a bear comes at you quickly, if you are just in that position, um, change your direction. If that does not work, yell, make yourself big, make yourself dominant, make yourself uh, authoritative. Uh, we sell pepper spray at Jesse Brown's. That's something to utilize as a last resort if the bear is offensively engaging you. And lastly, if it gets to you, then you fight. Uh, there's also defensive behaviors from bears, snorting, scratching the uh, flowers, the growth, the, the uh, flora, fauna around it. If they're doing that, that's a signal to you that you are too close to that bear and you need to make some more distance. That's a wildlife report here on the Carolina Outdoors. Don't worry, there's more coming up. Again, I'm Bill Barty, your host of the Carolina Outdoors. We're going to talk more about wildlife in the outdoors, more about fishing in the outdoors, and more about what's going on in our Carolina Outdoors. <music> 